0: Welcome college baseball fans. We have an unbelievable guest here today. Uh, Someone that just happened to fall in our lap. Um, Just went, just got done recording a podcast with Noah Sharp from the Juco baseball blog and uh, talked about this guy a little bit. And uh, so we're happy to have Anthony Silkwood of Louisville baseball. Thank you for being here. We're about to tell your unbelievable story that most of our fans will not even believe, but this is real. This is real stuff.
1: (laughs) What's going on, man. Yeah.
0: So, um, for those that don't know, Anthony just transferred to uh, to Louisville, the Louisville Cardinals, and is going to be a big pitcher for him this year. Junior college product. But the twist in the story is he spent five years in the military uh, for the Marine Corps. So he's 27 years old, ready to show out for Louisville this season, and uh, we're happy to have you, man. You're going to have some great stories for us, I know, and uh, this is going to be a fun time. Absolutely. How's it going? going good man so uh just kind of kind of this is so funny man just kind of walk us through like how out of high school you decided to go in the marine corps and like did you give up your dream of baseball at that point or like how did that kind of go down
1: um I don't know if I gave it up but I was a really bad like second baseman shortstop kind of guy um (laughs) I just didn't take baseball seriously I didn't take school seriously and you know I kind of I was going to take a semester off of school and then start started a semester late. And my dad came home one day and he was just like, "You got to do something. You can't just lay around all day." I'm like, "I'm like, okay, I'll go do something." And I went to the Marine Corps recruiting station and I joined the Marine Corps. So there's that. <laughs> you said, "Dad, I'll show you something. Watch yeah. this." <laughs> and then I joined and told him I, I was going to join. He told me no, and then I told him I already did. And it was just, yeah, it was a big blow up. Where did you, uh, where did you do um, base camp, boot camp? Boot camp was uh, MCRE San Diego. So okay. was a ho- Hollywood Marine, you know. My, my ones cousin
2: ones. My cousin was Marine Corps um, stationed in Okinawa. I really hate to hear that.
1: <laughs> what? I, I would hate to be in Okinawa. <laughs> Okinawa does not sound fun
0: right now. No, no. But, um, so Anthony, man, so I guess you've been multiple different places. Now you're at Louisville, which I think is going to be just an unbelievable spot for you. Um, but you ended up going five years in the Marine Corps where you were a tank commander, right? Is yeah, something like tank,
1: that? Tank commander. I was an M1A1 Abrams tank commander.
0: And like, so you like
1: shot guns at people and stuff probably, right? <laughs> I did shoot tanks. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a hell of an adrenaline rush. It was a lot of fun. Became a very tight knit group. Um, I deployed in the middle East in 2014, uh, I was a gunner. Have you seen the movie Fury? Oh yeah, one of my favorites. I was Shia LaBeouf when I deployed. When I came back, I became Brad wow. Pitt. So basically, we- I went from Shia LaBeouf to Brad Pitt. I'm a little taller than Brad Pitt though.
0: Yeah, um, I was gonna say. Probably got a little
1: bit more size on him. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so, so that, that that
0: was my job when you watch the, the movie fury like do you like connect with it or you're like ah that's not all real like it doesn't actually go down
1: 100 every tanker talks about how it was the best job i ever had it was the best job i ever had um but now the marine corps just recently got rid of all the tanks so like my whole unit was disbanded like there's all all of us you know it's a very close-knit group we all talk um but yeah it's it's so it's so accurate Really hot, yeah. Oh yeah, you got the hot it's at the, the personality wise, you have the hot heads, then you got the guy who's like real chill, and then you have the, the freak out time, and everybody's <laughs> like, Okay, it happens like all the time.
2: That's but wild, man. That's it's,
1: wild. it's super it's super accurate as far as personality goes. Obviously, we didn't operate a World War II tank, so right. With,
2: with baseball on your mind at all in those five years.
1: It really was, you know, that was that was like the toughest part. Like I regretted like I was watching, I played against Jake Rizzi in high school. Yeah. You know, I, these guys that you play against and you see, you know, grow up in baseball and they go play college ball. And then I'm here, here I am, you know, week two out in the field, having showered in 14 days and I'm, you know, I love what I'm doing, but it's like, I would rather be playing baseball, <laughs> but like, you know, so you think about it every once in a while. It's like, dang, I wish I tried harder. You know, I started getting into the physically fit into the gym. You know, I started doing things like that. And I'm like, oh, wow, you know, I was so lazy. So, like, yeah, a little bit. Not too crazy, though. I, I really liked what I was doing at the time, though. So.
0: so, like, how did you keep yourself, like, in baseball shape, especially, like, towards the tail end <laughs> of your military career? Like, you wanted to play baseball, right? Like, how did you get – like,
1: there's not baseballs over there to throw around, are there? No, so, like, I mean – Really, your only—I was only overseas for nine months. Oh, okay. Um, the rest of the other time, I was, you know, in North Carolina. I was, you know, training throughout the United States as well. But like, um yeah, To be honest, I played slow pitch softball every weekend. And now, then,
0: now you're talking our language. Me yeah. I doing some slow pitch softball now. I'm telling you right now,
1: I'm a really good slow pitch softball player.
0: So we can expect to see you like on Team USA slow
1: pitch softball one day. Well, so like I played on the Marine Corps team and then i got selected to play on the usa team and went and played in oklahoma city are you the, serious oh in
2: no. the bia yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know and, what you're talking
1: about in asaa's so then i here i am playing third base you know 8 months before i get out and billy Maggard hits a softball past my head that could probably have killed me and i just didn't even see it you know so yeah that i did live that i played third base it was a terrible decision
2: dude i still want to play in like the u45 u50 u60 in florida bro softball it, it, it's sick. Like when you play in those older leagues, like when you're older, it's competitive. It means it means a lot. It means shit to people. Like they take this so seriously, and I'm all yeah. about it. No, yeah,
1: people get pissed. I hit a guy. I hit the pitcher one time, and he said, "Told someone to shoot me." Like I, it's, <laughs> they don't play. It's awful. It's crazy. Yeah, too,
0: no too doubt. Fall two to
2: falls ago, two falls ago, I played in a uh, men's softball league in Florida, and um, I guess like second or third game I've ever played. I hit a line drive right off the pitcher's knee and dude that's like the biggest no-no in softball
1: oh yeah you do not get it, it
2: back in the pitcher like it's not good, big easy big. enough to hit where you can hit it you know left field right field and I smoked him. I didn't even run the first base I was just like dude I'm out like call me out I am not <laughs> yeah. I feel so bad
1: that's how you get good at talking jump too yeah. that's how I that's how I get chirpy is so- slow pitch softball that's now I do.
0: did I did hear that you get very very personal with your chirps noah just told me that uh you, you do some research to go along with your chirps like you know everything about people's families and girlfriends and stuff talk to us about that i is don't, that is that I like know. a talent of
1: yours like i don't know so there was one guy i did it one time and noah just blows it out of proportion every time all right so like we were playing you know kankakee and kankakee and parkland have had beef right they've always had right, right. that rivalry and guy named Aaron Ball is thrown. Aaron Ball is committed to Tulane. All he talks about on social media. And I like Aaron Ball. I have no problem with Aaron Ball. I talk to him all the time. And he always talked about Tulane. And I was just screaming, Tulane, you're worried about Tulane, you can't get MWAC hitters out. And then I was like, you better, <laughs> and we and then we'd score like a run. And then I'd like, you better call Noah Sharp and tell him you did that. And like, I was just, I was just on him. Just you were on him. You, on, you owned him that. Day. <laughs> just yeah, I owned him that day. We put up nine runs in like two innings. It was his last outing of the year before COVID. It was a disastrous time for him.
2: Um, yeah. Wait, absolutely- so wait. So your last year Marine Corps, was what year? 2017. 17. And yeah. Then JUCO for two. Yep. Basically, and then once yeah. you Then how did you? How did you
1: decide Louisville? Oh man. So. You know i went to so it was like i was at parkland i had t i had i had tommy john already Uh it was was absolutely a great time but like so i went you know parkland i went to john wood which is nobody's ever heard of i wanted to see if i could even play so i did that had tj surgery went to parkland did my rehab went to same dude same went to western carolina for the fall pitched really well there was did really well there uh decided to to leave for better situations um, back to Parkland, and then you know, here I am at Louisville. And I, honestly, it was like just the staff, and you know, you know, Coach Snyder. You know, he called me, and when I was talking to him, it was just like he like made it a point, like he wanted me, you know, stuff like that. It also, and I talked to Coach Mack, and although everybody else talked to Luke, talked to the guys, like it's like the vibe here is very much kind of how I am and right. as like a person, you know, being older and stuff like that too. And like, I know we have an older team, so it, it was just. That it seemed just right. It was the best decision in baseball that I've made so far.
0: For sure. Like it seems like you found like, the right fit. Like obviously, Western Carolina, you you were, I'm gonna assume one of the better pitchers they've seen there. Um, and then you know, you make the decision, go back to junior college. I did the same thing, I was D1, junior college back to D1. Um, so when when it came to like being that 27-year-old, you know, in the locker room with you know, 18-year-old kids, 19-year-old kids. Like, how did they, like, respond to, you know, you coming in this year being eight, seven, eight, nine years older than some of these kids? Like, what was – yeah, 10 years older than some kids. (laughs) What was, like – do they call you, like, Gramps, I'm assuming? Oh, yeah, Grandpa.
1: You know, anytime I talk junk, and it's so funny, it's it's always the same thing. It's always, you're old. I'm like, I know. All right, I know. (laughs) You look older than me. You're losing your hair. At least I have a head of hair. So like, it's like, it's fun to like kind of go back and forth with them about it. But I mean, I mean, I haven't really done anything here at Louisville yet. You know, I, I I didn't throw this, I didn't throw this fall. Um, So I'm coming into this, you know, my first scrimmage is Saturday. So it's like, I haven't really done anything to really like, to like be vocal and stuff like that. And like, that's like a, one of the big leadership things, you know. I what are you play. talking about, man? <laughs> uh, no, I know. You mean, haven't I'm, done anything to be no, like vocal.
2: They, These kids I mean, probably
1: look up to you, man. <laughs> they, I mean, they do, and they they watch how the things I do and stuff like yeah. that. So it's like you know, nobody wants to hear someone talk that hasn't done anything. We you know where they're at.
2: You yeah. weren't, yo, dude. You weren't vocal in the fall at all. Oh, I
1: was vocal all the time to just. You know, oh, okay, okay. It okay, was during, during the pizza
2: okay. I was making fun of people, but
1: I was called yeah. I called the home run. That was pretty high. So is uh
0: so I guess scrimmages start Saturday, right? So you guys are remember, like 16 days away from opening day, so that's fun. Yeah. You do realize that like you're gonna become like college baseball's like sweetheart, like the most rooted guy in the country, like when Louisville makes a run for the college world series. Like ESPN's gonna have like a special right. on you and like eat you up, right? You know that. Yeah,
2: I'm
3: not, I don't
1: know that. I just all <laughs> I know is like I better help. Otherwise, yeah. you know, I'm he knows
2: what he was doing that's when he went through the Marine Corps. So when he did get yeah. into college baseball. This Everybody was a huge plan. Look
0: at him. Yeah, this, this was, was an eight-year plan. plan. Yeah, yeah get Tommy is, yeah. John, you know, become a Thomas Jonathan survivor and uh, yeah. go to junior college and all that. That's all, uh, all part of the plan. But um, so, oh, like, uh, Dimitri, let me ask this real quick while it's on my head because I'm I'm going to ahead. ask it like three times. Um, <laughs> so as far as like pro aspirations go, like usually guys 27 years old still playing college <laughs> ball aren't looked at. But like, obviously, if you got the stuff to throw. Like, you're going to get some good looks. Like, is that something on your mind? Like, you know, I have a chance to go play pro ball or what's, what's going on there?
1: You know, I get that question all the time. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. You know, for me to sit here and be like, yeah, I want to play major league baseball <laughs> would be – it's it's almost asinine. Just yeah. like – just because, like, for me, it's like I don't – getting to this point, if you would asked me three years ago that if I'd be playing baseball at University of Louisville, I'd laugh in your face. And I would have told you, you know, you're like, what do you, like, We do you mean? Yeah. So it's like, now it's like, you know, I've done the same thing. It's like, I just want to control where my feet are right now. It's like, so like, I want to be the best I can. I want to help the team, which we are really good. You know, if I can help us win, you know, the national championship, you know, and if that's my peak, then it's an okay peak. That'll play. I don't want. To, I don't want to do anything less than that. Um, as far as pro aspirations, you know, if that was to happen, you know, I think that that would be a really cool opportunity. You know, I think coaching is something that after playing again, it's stepping away. You know, my dad coached. You know, my parents coached. My sister played really well, and you know, it's. I, I think coaching is going to be the route that I want to kind of go into. So like now, I'm just kind of like soaking up all everything I see and hear, and still gonna contribute you know, whenever the time comes. Are you you older than any of the coaches on the staff right now at Louisville? No. Um, I'm older than the GA. I guess that's a staff guy. I'm older than the... I think I'm older than the director of development, I think. More older than our assistant. Yeah, those are usually the young guys. They're kind of in training. You know, the assistant weight trainer, Evan, he's legit. I'm older than him. He's a Cardinal fan. Older than... Pat, um, not Pat, older than our assistant, you know, athletic trainer, Travis, older than him, but he's
2: legit too. Let's so. say, let's say, let's say you don't get drafted. You feel great. You threw out a great season. You guys, you know, went, had a deep run, whatever. Um, would you still want to play or you would be like, okay, I'm done.
1: I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I mean I'll be honest. Like what better way to end this whole little story that I've, I guess, created than winning a national championship. It's like, do I want to like, at what point do I'm like, you know what, this is, this is where it's at. And then just call it a day. For sure. I mean, sure. Yeah. I, mean I, I have no idea. I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm like, I'm very, very, you know, stubborn when it comes to You're realistic to with yourself. I'm very, yeah, very realistic. And I'm also very honest about like what situation I'm in right now. And like, without, you know, if I start thinking about pro ball, there's no way I'm going to, be the best I can right now no no you, you haven't even played week
2: one in Louisville
1: yeah I haven't even thrown in a scrimmage here I mean, it's like <laughs> I gotta make sure I get yeah I mean so you, you uh sure. you got going
2: with three four innings this weekend
1: I don't know um I think probably two but like it's it's we keep it we keep it clean we keep it keep it rolling and you know, they kind of manage everything so Starter
2: to going into first weekend I have absolutely no idea oh you so have like, no idea
1: I have he's no just idea. gonna do what he's told um, yeah listen I've been giving orders sir yes sir,
2: yes sir yes yeah, sir no sir absolutely on the hot on the line yeah absolutely just gotta get
1: where to be when to be there you just go
0: yeah and so anthony um just for the record and the listeners of the show they they know this but the last two seasons we've made our preseason college world series pick and i've picked louisville to win the national championship both years so i'm gonna have to roll it year three year three i'm gonna have to pick louisville to win the national championship and if that happens uh you know it's gonna be one hell of a podcast we're gonna
1: record afterwards. <laughs> no, that yeah, one hundred percent. So like I've, 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 I called. I'm gonna tell you right now. I called a home run during our pizza bowl, the – or three two pitch, called it on video. <laughs> I loved it. Was it was it Benelli's hitting when it happened or no? It was Cam Masterman. He had an okay. absolute missile. I've I've literally <laughs> have looked at the scoreboard. I have seen him hit a ball under 100 miles an hour exit it one time. Under 100. Under a hundred. Oh my god! I, so I I'm not I'm not I'm not exaggerating. It's just one time, and then I've called before the playoffs that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So then my next, you know, I'm on a roll here. So it's like, so what are you calling I'm, next? So I'm going to call. Like, I don't want to. You know, yeah. Start with the D two. I'm going to call the D two, uh, the champions.
2: So Louisville's winning the last game of the year.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt, dude. I, I'm a believer. Like I thought in 2019 when they went to the College I'm World Series. I'm not a believer,
2: but I, I mean, I'm not not a believer. Right.
0: <laughs> I think
1: San Angelo is going to win D two. Home of the Noah Sharp.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort I think of. he was the I think he was the the punt, punter holder. When he was
0: there. <laughs> yo, I don't
2: yo. Him. Before I forget, were you watching Louisville last year in the College World Series?
0: Two years ago, Demetrius. Last year? year. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Last
2: year.
1: Last year was COVID year. We didn't
0: have
2: yeah. anything. Didn't two, year. Yeah, no, two years. Two year twenty twenty and twenty nineteen. They the shit's the same. <laughs> uh, twenty nineteen. Luke Smith pitching against Vandy, throwing that's, an absolute gem. That's his buddy, right? Aren't you and Luke Smith? Yeah, he's, like he's, former he's
1: from the same JUCO. I never yeah. played with him. Played against him. His locker's next to mine. Uh, so, yeah,
2: I, I saw it, all that. You know. Were, were you like, dude? That's my guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's like. I'm I'm a pretty intense guy on the mound, you know. It, someone stares at me like I'm.
2: It's probably not. I would. The, I would in defense of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, I think I think a lot of people, you know, it's it's easy to look at a video and you, know, you see it in everything we do now
2: in our lives. I'm, you see, I tell people all the time, put a, take a helmet off a football player on the line. They're mother effing each other. They're they're, they're talking about what they're going to do to each other's watch. I mean, come on. Take their helmets off of the line. They're smash mouthing each other. You have no idea what they're saying. And this dude, baseball, is a hat, and you can see their face. Camera's on their face the whole time. Let the dude play.
1: Yeah, it's it's, like like I said, when you analyze videos and you play quarterback after the fact, it's – you know, it's but he's that a
2: actually, he, but, but, like, okay, um, after the whole thing happened, they, you know, a bunch of people came out in defense of him saying, like, he's a great dude. He played catch guy. with a kid at Clemson. Like, he had a good heart. But just because somebody screams at somebody doesn't mean they're not a good person. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't understand why people couldn't understand that concept. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a that's a tough one. You know, I I just, I have a hard time, you know. I don't I don't think as me as a person would be able to judge someone's character based off of something like that. So yeah. like it's just
0: a it's, slow-mo video. That's all it was. It was just a slow-mo video that yeah. like you happen to read his lips. But you yeah. know that was and a big it, point in college baseball that season because it went viral and uh people it's it.
1: To, it shared every like every six months. Every six back. months uh,
0: it pops back up on social media. You're right. It's uh it's a viral moment that I mean I, I would say more people are in favor of it like it's it's competition right like any sport any any competition you're going to see that i and, mean uh,
2: it's your eggshells on twitter saying blah 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 that's not a good sportsmanship nobody has time for sportsmanship in that moment like <laughs> you don't say is this a good or bad idea it is it it, it it is what it is. And um but he, he he's that in the locker room he's that kind of dude right he's just a competitor great guy
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I like, I honestly, like, I've been here for, you know, six months or seven months or something like that. And like I haven't met a bad person here yet. You know, it's a lot of great guys on our team. It's, it's, it's really cool. You know, they, this is just the, just the vibe that they bring and how they, everybody has the same goal in mind. It's, it's really a unique situation here. Yeah. I lo- I love every bit of it.
0: Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up here in a little bit. I don't want this to take too long since it is, past almost past midnight where you're at but uh so last question here sell our sell our listeners on louisville baseball this year what are you guys going to be about who's going to be some sleeper players that could step up in big roles and um you know who are you guys going to beat in the national championship
1: (laughs) Uh, see now you're kind of putting me on a had
0: i had to sneak that last part in there
1: (laughs) yeah you know oh man you know, so let's
0: start with the first one. What, what 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 can we expect from Louisville baseball when we're tuning in to ESPN three, uh, you know, on a Friday night? Like, what what are you guys going to be about?
1: I think we're going to be very prepared. I think that's one of the things we that's that that, that not, I don't think it's one of the things that we really kind of like harped on this whole time, and is that for sure um, is being very prepared. And I think that as far as like I'm not going to speak for the like coaches or anybody else like like that or like I'll I'll talk about the team though that you know. I feel like everybody on our team has like a pretty good chip on their shoulder yeah i feel i feel like it's it's a year like everybody's taking pretty seriously and it's it's going to be a lot of fun
2: you know you know what i was thinking this is probably the best year for you to be in college baseball it's like you're 27 all the guys that were seniors that are coming back are you older because on a normal year you be with yeah. a 22 year old but you're with a 23 maybe a 24 year old so that bridge is not as big because of the three yeah. year with COVID. Average age just went up. That's all yeah. we're trying to do is just
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what your whole goal is just get that average age up a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But um, um, what was the next part of it?
0: Yeah, so um, I don't even remember my question to be honest. I guess oh some some players at favorite. Louisville this year that that could sneak up on some people that maybe the world doesn't know about yet. But like you saw them in the hmm. fall and pre spring, and you're like, hey, these guys can play.
1: Yeah, I mean. Oh, man. I mean, it's kind of hard because, like, half our team has already been – they have all kinds of all-American projections and stuff like that. So, I mean, oh, Cam Ashton a good one. You don't really t- talk about – he's the one – telling like I tell you, I look up to the scoreboard and it's always 100-plus. You know, we have – we have pitchers for days, you know, mm-hmm. Albany's, um, Cam Robinson from John A. Logan. We got, you know, stuff like that. Perkins and – and obviously, everybody knows Kyrie and Elliott. Yeah, you know, these guys, I mean, it's just, there's just a lot, there's just a lot of guys.
2: Yo, so speaking of, uh, speaking of, you know, your exit Velos on the scoreboard, this is off topic, but it, it all intertwined. But did your did you elevate your game so much more with the resources that Louisville had versus, you know, junior college, Western Carolina, you walked in, you're like, oh my God, I have all this stuff to my advantage now. And I'm sure you've got so much better.
1: Yeah, no, I think I, you know, there's definitely, you know, I think the biggest advantage that I have that I haven't really had before was, was just uncharted like resources as far as like the athletic trainer and strength coach. So like I've, I've worked with, you know, Pat Hassel and, you know, Travis Wales and then, you know, um, Zach Barrell every single day since I've been here and it's like, being able to do that and just communicate, like, "Hey, like, I feel this today," you know, and then doing stuff like that, like, you know, I was two hundred and thirty pounds when I came here. I'm about two hundred and fifteen now, with more muscle, and it's just like I'm jumping higher. Like, I had like the second highest vertical on, the, on our pitching staff. Hey,
2: let's go! Baby. I, I'm
1: telling you, like, before I got here, like, there's there's barely any wind getting under there, you know. So it's like it's stuff like that that I feel like you know, just constantly being able to work with those guys and, you know, behind, you know, the scenes that they don't really quite get the, you know, accolades that they, you know, probably should and, and from everybody as far as that, but like just being able to work with them, it's, it's it, it definitely helped me out a ton. Just because like when I'm older too, it's like, you know, you, you, learn so, you learn, yeah, you understand, you learn so much mm-hmm. from just talking to those guys because that's their own, that's, a, that's their thing. And it's, it's a lot of fun to do that.
0: Yeah. Dude, well, this has been awesome, Anthony. Man, uh, we'd love to have you back on the show at some point, uh, especially after a college world series win. So uh, I'll put it on the record: Louisville's going to win the national championship this year for the third year in a row. It's in my head. I got to say it. But, uh, dude, seriously, like, thank you for your service. I know our, our listeners are going to want to reach out to you. So I have your uh, Twitter account pulled up right now. So for the you know couple thousand Twitter, I mean, listeners that we get, go follow at Silk underscore Wood five. Um, you know anthony's very active on twitter he was mentioning a couple of viral tweets he's already had so give him a follow um root him on this year dude this has been fun thank you for your service man this is uh this is absolutely be a-
2: man I appreciate the service and can't wait to see you out there
0: yeah man can't wait to see you uh if you ever need anything from us just let us know and we'll uh we'll, we'll help you out
1: yeah no i absolutely appreciate it i love all of us in you guys' podcast so <laughs> hey any it.
2: insider scoop just shoot us a dm <laughs>
0: All right, man. Well, uh, have a great day, man. Uh, Get you some sleep tonight.
2: Yeah, no doubt. All right. All
0: right, what's up, college baseball fans? We have an extra special guest here today. It is the Noah Sharp, founder of the JBB Junior College Baseball Report. Uh, One of my best Twitter friends. Uh, Have never met the guy in person, but unbelievable on Twitter. Uh, kind of had the same start as we did at 11.7 back in 2019. So Noah, dude, thanks for having or thanks for joining me. Uh, I think our fans are gonna really love you, man. You're you're a personality of its own.
3: Well, thanks. I like to think I'm a personality. My wife hates that I'm a personality. People, once you meet me, it's like my Twitter is basically me. I kind of let shit fly. You'll get baseball. You'll get some gambling at times. You'll you'll get a picture of a kid eating a popsicle. And then you'll get me ranting about the cowboys. So you know it, <laughs> it is it is what it is. You're exactly. Get serious and you're gonna get messing around.
0: For sure. But now that I mean, you kind of you didn't give your Twitter account enough credit because when I think about junior college baseball, there's like three names that come up. Uh it's obviously you, Eric Sim, and uh the other junior college guy. I cannot think of his Mikowski? name. Right now. Yes, yes. But like you've really a built a You've really built a brand out of nothing. So what, I, what I'm what i most curious about, and I know we talked a little about this before the show, but like, how did you get your start, man? Like, how did you grow this to be become like one of the bigger junior college blogs out there?
3: Well, first off, I think I hit the market where, where when I started this, the tagline was like one of the only junior college blogs. And I was like, wait, there ain't nobody doing this. <laughs> I am, I am it. But like, I mean, like I was saying before, it kind of started me and my wife, you know, got married, went, and I was a teacher in Oklahoma, and, you know, we didn't really have that many friends, and I was just like, well, I kind of need an outlet to not kill my wife with freaking sports stuff, and that's kind of when I found Barstool, and I was like, oh, those guys can write stuff on the internet. I've got two degrees, like, you know, it, it can't be that hard, and then started just like, oh, what's my play on the game tonight? Oh, this is kind of funny. Oh, Netflix took this down. Like just random stuff and ended up writing a thing about Howard, the school I went to granted. I was the trainer. A lot of people forget I was the trainer. I didn't even freaking play, but like wrote it about how that year's class had the same or close to the same number of division one signings as my freshman year did. And then that kind of caught steam. And then I wrote something else about it and that kind of caught steam. And my buddy Sam was like, Hey dude, do it. What, what's the worst that can happen no one reads it you're enjoying it so I was like okay and after the first year I was kind of like well people are kind of using like our rankings and stuff as a, le- or a legitimate source of things and then going into like the second year I was kind of like okay like I don't know if I'll keep doing this and then a couple of companies came and said hey like we like your stuff like we'd like to promote you duh, 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 pay to do this and I was like okay cool
0: <laughs> when the money comes it like, makes the decision a lot easier
3: <laughs> and then just kind of it grew from there and then some of those i'm not going to go too into those because those both ended very poorly and if the people know they know but i really don't i'm not going to necessarily give a couple of those companies the airtime but you know and then it was the third year and then that's when that was actually last year and that's when i brought chris on the guy that tells me the number two but he's the one that travels more and does a bunch of stuff and then as everyone knows COVID happened and that's when a lot of our like our podcast kind of cooked off a little more with guests. and
0: Yeah, and, and let's this. talk about that for a little bit because I am very impressed with some of the guests that you've gotten on your show. Uh, we just talked about it before we started recording, but, I mean, guys like Harold Reynolds and Dallas Braden, uh, just to name a few, man, you, you guys get some big-time guests that are passionate about junior college baseball. So, dude, props to you for that. And just so the listeners know, because a lot of them do have – junior college interest like what's your what's your um podcast called like where can they find you
3: so i was like super original as you can tell when i came up with this and i was like huh the junior college baseball blog that seems legit I right, cool shorten it to the jbb and then the podcast was like the juco pod like yeah. i'm trying to be fancy i can't think of a name so it's just the juco pod i think we're on itunes we're all on spotify i think we're still on iheartradio Like I don't know how any of those happened. They just kind of showed up one day. I was like, "Oh, cool, look at that." But (laughs) I don't know. It's it. I don't. It's like yeah, but we put the work into it. But I'm still like, okay, like I'm just a goofball with Twitter that people seem to find funny at times. Like I had a tweet the other day that ended up getting an email from a certain company about something, and I was like, I guess I can freaking influence people to send shit now. Like okay, like. I just retweet and I share and then, Oh, I've met coaches and Hey, I got a guy looking for this. And I mean, never thought I would get there, but I'm enjoying it
0: for sure, man. And, and so you've built yourself quite a brand. And I think when I found, I found you back in either 2018 or 2019, or I guess it was 2019. Uh, when you were tweeting at my junior college baseball coach at Berlin, Harvey McIntyre. So me and coach Mack are still very close to this day. And I was, uh, I was just like stumbled upon your profile cause you were tweeting at him cause he just became a guest on your show And I listened to the episode and I was like, dude, this guy is a beast. Like, I want 11.7 to be something like this. So, I mean, it just worked out that we grew kind of at the same time. Obviously, you're junior college baseball and we're mostly division one. But um, as far as like, you know, putting in the work, putting in the putting out the content and also just like being like a good source that like junior college fans can reply or rely upon. Man, that's got to feel good because you see. Like junior college rankings get released on graphics, and there it is, JBB rankings. Like, it's, it must yeah, be pretty cool.
3: <laughs> that's like that with the junior college side, it's cool. But like within the past year, year and a half, it was, it was something I never even thought. I was like, oh, okay, like all these guys are, I mean, you were a junior college guy, like, oh, these guys are committing in September and October. Like, and then there's that early signing period. And I was like, well, there's all these guys, like, shoot. No one's doing a junior college recruiting class for Division ones and twos, so screw it. Like I'll do it. Cool, yeah. whatever. Which are you know, important.
0: This- like everybody who follows Division one baseball knows what an impact these JUCO guys have immediately when they get on campus. Oh,
3: there's there's one. He he he's a beauty of Mississippi. Oh he's, boy he he's got a he's got a spot in my heart. But uh, and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna do it. Whatever. Like didn't really think anything of it. Just like any of this, I don't think anything's gonna hit. I'm throwing 10,000 things at a wall and they just keep sticking, but like, Hey, when you got it, you got
0: it, man. (laughs) When you got it, you got it.
3: Yeah. Like we put it out or at that time it was just me and I put it out. And then all of a sudden I was like, wow, the website's getting a lot of traction and I like look at Twitter and I have like 300 notifications. I was like, what the hell is happening? And I like click the website and I scroll through. I was like, why are we getting clicks from freaking the university of Houston? Well, I did rank them number one, but how the hell did they find this? And then all of a sudden it was like University of Houston. Like that was the first, I was like, oh, wait, like a big time division one school is using us as a valid source of information and then like kept updating it. And I mean, this past one we did granted Brian, <laughs> I gave him crap because we're buddies. And I was like, Hey, you're just copying me. Cause mine was successful. He's like, well, no, like it was a good idea. And I do yeah. it different than you do. And I was like, no, yeah, you're right. Like we do more like how's how's a player going to, you know perform at the college level versus draft? Like, yeah, there's some draft carryover, but and so then was it this past fall when we released ours? I mean, Washington State was the number one, but like we were on Washington State's website, the University of New Mexico, New Mexico State, Louisville, Tulane, Charleston Southern. Freaking like all these bit and I'm like, oh, it's you like all these schools where I just stand up, hey, this is what I'm doing. I have zero <laughs> idea if you know who I am. Can you send me the guys that actually made it to campus? Hey, can you make sure this? And I was like, okay, cool. And then all of a sudden it's like and it just kept growing. And I was like, this makes zero sense, but I'm enjoying it.
0: Dude, that's good to hear, man. Dude, that's so cool that like these schools are um, you know, looking at you as a valid source. Uh, for information and plus man, it's the fans and the players that are interested in it too, because obviously you wouldn't be getting clicks without it. So um, at least I know for our fans with 11.7, they value the junior college guy, right? Like every school Mm -hmm. wants to know about the junior college guys because they know they'll either step in the middle of the order or they're going to be a good Friday, Saturday guy or bullpen arm. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm sure you have a few off the top of your head, like who are three or four junior college transfers this year that are going to make an immediate impact and could see themselves go pretty high in the draft
3: draft i don't because some of them like the prime example i like to use for like when we're looking at draft and what we kind of do Kale baker yeah junior college guy one of
0: my favorites from last year
3: (laughs) he what he was doing last year before the year ended he did at wabash valley he hit 547 30 homers 111 RB and it was just like that year he was the best hitter across college baseball like any level but like one gosh off the top of my head ah oh gosh I'm gonna butcher his freaking name his name is uh he's at OSU which I think OSU is gonna be freaking when you say OSU we're
0: talking to Oklahoma State right yeah it's not Ohio State State
3: and it's Oregon State (laughs) OSU is trademarked by Oklahoma State and I just know you, you don't have of, any like
0: Oklahoma bias or anything, do you?
3: I mean, I got <laughs> married at Robin Ventura's house and my father-in-law played for OSU in the 80s. So there's a little
0: a little bit, just a little, just a
3: little yeah. bit, but <laughs> I mean, I try to stay unbiased as much as I can, but it's a third baseman that gosh, I gotta it's Geo Neo son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh dude, gosh. it's all
0: good, man. But he's playing at Oklahoma State this
3: year, right? Christian Incarsian Strand. There's his name.
0: And you can't forget that name now. Incarsian strand. And it's
3: he's like 6'3, six, 6'4. Six, dude rakes, plays first and third. Like, dudes. I mean, he led the I think he led the country in home runs the past two years playing in Arizona where they use wood bats.
0: Wood bats. I know. I mean, that's unbelievable. So, I mean, that's that. a that's a steal right there from a junior college aspect.
3: And then, I mean, Ethan English and – oh, wait, he did not end up going there. I to take that off. Ethan English is a pitcher at TCU. He's probably going to be their Friday night guy. He's from John A., who's a dude. Brandon Birdsell at Texas Tech. He's from good old San Jack.
0: <laughs> oh, God, dude. Don't even, uh, that makes me want to throw up just <laughs> thinking about San Jack. Ugh.
3: They're, but, they've had some down years and some up years. But, yeah. hey, you had to deal with them more than I did.
0: Oh, my God, man. We pl- we probably played them 16 times the year that I played at Blinn. And, I mean, those guys just the, – the worst part about San Jack is they have a fall roster of, like, 60 guys. When the spring rolls around, 40 of those guys are gone, and they bring in 20 other new Division One like, transfers at the semester. And they just whoop everybody. It's just not even I fair. I mean,
3: they're, they're good. They're yeah. – I mean, I'm trying – I'm, like, going through the list right now, and it's just, like – there's names all over the place that there's gonna. I mean, there's, I mean, you could technically go with some that are not like last year. They never like there's a couple pitchers that are, they were there last year. Yeah. That uh, Brandon UC, I can't freaking pronounce his last name. He's from Weatherford. Uh, he's at Houston. Jacob Deese, He's at Houston. He's gonna throw gas. Like, so
0: University of Houston had the number one junior college recruiting class, correct?
3: there's the ones that made it to campus this yeah. past year. But I mean, I'm trying to think, where's the freaking, here's the list. Like South Carolina's got a bunch.
0: I saw that. I, I actually went on a South Carolina baseball podcast as a guest um, two days ago. And I was like, dude, the, the amount of Juco bandits this team has, like that should be pretty scary for the SEC. <laughs> they're they're going to get down and dirty. Got a
3: bunch. Yeah, Lafayette's got a bunch. My favorite, this guy. Okay. I don't know if you've listened to all of our shows. But he might be. So everyone knows. Gosh, what's his name? Luke Bird, Luke Smith, uh, pitcher. Luke Smith from, from Louisville. Louisville. Yeah, they're like best friends. They both played at Parkland. But he's a he's 28. He's going to be a sophomore. But he's an ex-tank commander or some shit. What dude? Dude what? talks mad shit. An like,
0: ex-tank commander, like in the military.
3: Yeah, in the military. Oh my
0: god, that's my new favorite player. <laughs>
3: That's my new favorite player. Um, Anthony Silkwood. Dude is A, he's hilarious, but B, he's the biggest shit talker. You'll like, and we're buddies, like, and he's the biggest shit talker. He'll freaking Google your mom, your girlfriend, <laughs> you're like, he'll go down it because I got a text from a buddy uh last year who was playing up in Illinois, and he's like, dude, some dude was in the dugout because he knew we were friends, and he was using your name as a diss to get in my head, and it fucking worked. He's like, this guy. It sounds like he I needs to be, like,
0: it, he needs to be, like, in right field at Ole Miss at Swayze Stadium, just, like, it, I don't know, man. That's so funny, though. He's
3: hilarious, though, and I asked him when he had him on. I was like, so, like, you're, because I think he's more of a relief guy, but I'm like, hey, bottom of the ninth, two outs, like, is that, he's like, dude, I shot fucking tanks for five years. Do you think <laughs> people in the stands are going to bug me? No. I was like,
0: that might be the best story in college baseball. Like I'm honestly. Like,
3: no. <laughs> no, like he's the one. Gosh, it was a clip that went viral from Louisville where like the pitcher, like all of a sudden, puts his arms up and he's like called it and like jumps the fence because he yeah. hit a home run. That's him. And he sent me it like right before he posted. He was like, dude, look at this. I called my shot. And I was like, Of course you did.
0: Of course you did.
3: Of course you did. The game he's, just slows down for him for sure. <laughs> he's hilarious. But he's he's one that if y'all can ever get on he's hilarious
0: dude i have to get him on i i think he's my new favorite player i've never even seen he's, him play
3: he's a pitcher i mean grant he was, was it? he was committed to gonzaga no st marys and then ended up some like grade stuff wouldn't go through cuz california schools are weird and ended up going to louisville I was like oh you know that's kind of a <laughs> that's
0: i mean that's a fair trade i think like i'd a make that trade
3: move- and like, I just I can't was, believe
0: I can't believe St. Mary's just said, "Hey, I know you've been in the military the last five years, like shooting tanks, but uh, man, your grades aren't good enough to come here. So uh, find somewhere think, else."
3: <laughs> just California schools are weird with their grades. They're just yeah. like I mean, UC Santa Barbara is going to be good. They got a bunch of California ones. Kentucky, gosh, oh no, Jason Ritter, Jackson Ritter, son of a bitch. He was like our preseason player of the year last year. Like, dude plays short. Dude is Kentucky it Kentucky now. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Kentucky
3: gets a bunch of guys. A M's gonna be good. The one that I called this one last year. I don't know if I texted you this, but Tulane. I see you rocking the
0: Tulane hat right now.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. They they uh so they didn't lose very many, but then they also added like three arms that are ninety four ninety five from junior colleges.
0: Hey, that'll play. And
3: so they're like <laughs> that'll they're like, play. Okay, my buddy's like, Yeah, we're here, but like any other year i'm here starting on a midweek i'm starting on like a friday or a saturday but now we have seven friday night guys and i don't know what i'm gonna do i was like hey good problem to have
0: ask the coaching staff if they're mad about that
3: (laughs) oh no they're not because i've talked to them about it and they're like dude we're just we're enjoying it
0: yeah i I think what gets lost in college baseball at the division one level is There's so many coaches that kind of have like an ego about them or an arrogance where they want to recruit their guys out of high school, keep them for three years and build something. If I was a head coach at the Division One level, I'm getting 70 percent Juco Bandits, putting them on my roster. and I'm reloading every year. Like, come get me. You know, these guys are dudes. So that's just my philosophy.
3: Yeah, there's I mean, there's I mean, there's the pros and cons to both but a lot it'll be like, I'll get texts like, Hey, like I'm looking for a bat. Like it's usually like, Hey, we had a guy that's all of a sudden having a good year and it's a senior or junior. He's gone. Like I need a guy right now. Either I can get like, granted, you know, if you're recruiting a dude, that's out of high school, you know, you're kind of recruiting on the development side of it. But then with a, a Juco guy, you're like, I right, nope, I'm recruiting you right now. Yeah. You're coming in, you're playing right now. And
0: yeah, so what what usually happens at least in my experience with junior college was so my recruiting process at Blinn was very heavy in the fall and then from about December to May I didn't hear a word. I was like, "Oh my god, I might not be going to Division 1." Like, I cuz I played Division 1, went to junior college, and I was like, "I might be stuck at D2 San Angelo State or something like Hey,
3: Tarleton hey, State. They in the national. They're winning the national title <laughs> this year.
0: Uh, I hope so. I don't so. know if
3: there's any D2 Saint <laughs> people out here but they're winning the national title this year
0: i hope so man i, I would love to see that but once the like the when the division one teams get done with their regional or conference tournaments and they know which guys are going to leave for the draft that's whenever juco recruiting starts picking up is that right have you seen a lot of that
3: so there's always like this year it's weird because like the division ones can't travel they can't right. go to, so it's a lot of that's where i've kind of come in because oh i can hey i can dm a kid like hey I need a video school might be interested. Send it to the coach. Okay. Now double, like I can kind of play that weird wiggle room of great middleman
0: almost. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But so it's a lot like, Hey, what, what do you see? What have you heard? Cause I don't travel that much, if at all. And so it's like, Hey, I gotta, Hey, I need a catcher that can hit for this. I, I text 10, 15 coaches. Hey, I got a school looking for this. Do you think he's a good fit? And most of them will be like either, yeah, he's a good fit or No, like I'd want him to go there, but that's not going to be where he'll thrive the best. Like he's more of a D2, right. D3 he could play D1, but like, no, he needs to kind of like, that's not the break. And I'm like, okay, dude, cool. Just <laughs> not like a cool isn't a bad, just like, Hey, okay. No, like I respect, I respect what you're saying. And like, if I hear anything, like I'll let you know and I'll pass it along and, so, it's like this weird middleman of just, but you're important
0: though, especially nowadays when you where teams can't travel, you're gonna be very important moving moving on. But, uh, so Noah, um, I, I know that a lot of listeners got really into the uh, the, the college baseball gambling I did last year where I yeah. put out the lines and stuff. And none of the listeners know this, but I'm about to announce it. You were actually the one that started that, you're the one that, that made the lines for bored. me. Yeah, you got bored, made got the lines bored. for me. I looked him over. I said, all right, man, these look good. And we rolled with it. And so uh, if you guys want to thank Noah for that, man, he was the one that provided that a little extra entertainment. Obviously, it was like, I don't know, $10 bets or $20 bets, whatever it was. But uh, we had a lot of fun doing that last year. And uh, I I assume we're going to probably do it
3: this year, right? (laughs) I'm down. (laughs) It kind of started (laughs) because that was when all the, I guess, my gambling side of the world really took off. And it was like, hey, you know, okay, cool, whatever. I, I hey it's something else to add content or whatever. Yeah. I mean there's D one fans, there's NAI fans and I'd kind of just add stuff along the way and
0: Hey, yeah. it, it worked, man. It was fun. It, it added a lot of people appreciated me because I'd post it or whatever and say like, "Look, I'll take five ten dollars bets, whatever it is," and they loved it because it made like the game that much more interesting. Mm-hmm. I had few a few people DM me saying, "Dude, I've never seen college baseball before in my life, but like, I love gambling. I love watching sports. Like, this gave me a reason to watch." And like, they purchased ESPN Plus and like watched all these games um, and all the different like conference streaming sites. And so like, I feel like I should be getting like we should be getting. <clears throat> Some like commission checks from ESPN Plus <laughs> from like all the new downloads they got because of us. So, yeah. Um, dude, that was fun last year. Uh, I know junior college baseball just started up too. Um, this past week, right?
3: week, this is week three. So there's week been, 30. gosh, what was it you tweeted? I think it was last Friday. Gosh, I wish there was a midweek baseball game. I was like, hey, um, <laughs> actually, like 13 games going on right now.
0: Yeah. I do remember that. Oh, so, so, like, which team has kind of stood out to you so far that's, like, maybe a sleeper team or someone that could go to Grand Junction or whatever um, whatever division World Series they have?
3: I Dude, it's this year, It's there's the trickle down. There's guys that were at D1s that ended up transferring to junior colleges because they weren't going to get to play. There was guys that decommitted from D1s and D2s that ended up going to junior college. Like, it's such a year where – we were talking about this on our show with Brian the other day, but we were like, any other year you can probably take the top top 40 teams, put them in a basket, and pick one. I was like, oh, yeah, I could see it. Yeah. This year, like, or say pick, like, 30 teams and be like, if these, three, I'm going to put my 100 bucks down that one of these 30 teams are going to go to the World Series and win it. Yeah. And this year, it's like 50 or 60. Just like, because of just,
0: the amount of talent
3: – like i think gosh i want to say he was like arkansas's fourth outfielder last year or something was like i'm not going to get to play like i want to i'm going to go and now he's and like it's just shit like that like usc lost a pitcher to southern nevada yeah and
0: and it's because of the covid right like the nobody lost a year of eligibility so the guys that were going to be able to leave are now coming back so those spots have gotten filled Um, with the same guys as last year so we see i've seen a lot of guys either choose the juco route or um division two even like i've seen a lot of guys just go d2
3: try to work on their draft so um it's it's going to be fun college baseball is going to be a lot of fun i've had a couple oh college baseball isn't going to be that big this year and i'm just like
0: (laughs) you just wait
3: (laughs) just just hold on for a second for sure that's that's not the case
0: Yeah, absolutely. But uh, so, Noah, dude, this has been a blast. Um, I I mentioned to you before the show or before we started recording, I do want you to become a recurring guest. I want you to keep us in the loop this season uh, with junior college baseball, just because a lot of people do care about it. Uh, I think it's just as good as Division One baseball, honestly, as far as like keeping up with and all that all that fun stuff. So uh, we'll definitely have you back on. Yeah, let me go ahead and plug your Twitter again. Um, If you want to follow Noah on Twitter, it's at the underscore Noah underscore sharp and then his junior college baseball blog has its own Twitter as well, which is hilarious. So it's a, uh, at underscore the JB or JBB. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know your favorite, I know the listeners favorite teams probably had two or three Juco guys come in this year. They're going to make an impact. Um, they'll definitely be able to learn a lot of stuff from you and, and your blog that you do. But at the end of the day, man, just thank you so much for your service. Like junior college or Juco bandits, we, we kind of stick together and uh, it's fun seeing what you're doing right now.
3: It- we're all a special breed it's like yeah. baseball guys are all baseball guys you talk to one you generally are talking to another one but then you meet someone that's a junior college player and i've even had this it's like a junior college basketball player or a football player like one of my best friends is he was a punter and so <laughs> like that's how we kind of like wait a minute you went the way you went and so then like that's kind of what started it like it's just there's not necessarily it's a different mindset but like it's the stories are all the same, but all a little bit different. Like For Blaine sure was a little bit different than Howard Blaine was a little bit closer to a, an actual town than freaking. <laughs> unless you want to call Midland and Odessa town, <laughs> but like, it wasn't.
0: Exactly. No, dude. But like, it's all small town feel strictly sports. Schools don't like schoolwork doesn't really matter. And like just the amount of just endless stories from 18 to 20 year old kids that they could come up with is, I mean, it's a pure comedy. I think, I think you brought it up a couple of years ago about having a last chance you, but Juco Baseball, uh, one of Dude, the most popular shows on Netflix for football.
3: If there was and it would, I'm somehow not <laughs> in there, I'm going to be upset. Like, <laughs> You're going to feel a, a little that, offended. Like what was that tweet? I don't know if you saw it today, but it was, I guess, from a year ago. And it was like, if if EA, or EA Sports brings back like college baseball, we need a three-pan booth with a me, you, and then Robbie G from NAI. Robbie Ball. G, yep. And then I was like, it popped up. I was like, oh, that was a year ago. I was like, wait, EA Sports just announced this. That's really funny that, it's that destiny. this is a circle. Like it's, yeah.
0: No, dude, but uh, it's been a pleasure, man. I'll let you get back to work. I know we cut your your lunch break a little long, but uh, dude, like I said, I'm not busy ever. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have you back on the show. I know our fans are gonna love you too. So you guys go follow Noah. Um, he's going to be uh, just a great resource for you as far as uh, JUCO baseball goes, plus a little bit of added comedy in his tweet. So, um,
3: just don't, don't, don't follow during Cowboy season because yeah, yeah.
0: unfollow during football season.
3: It's you know, at least I don't have the headache y'all have. That's, That's all true. I can say. But we need to sign freaking Dak because it's bullshit.
0: Yes, I agree, and we'll end on that note. So, uh, <laughs> Noah, man, it's been a pleasure. Take care, man. We'll have you back on the show.
3: Thanks for having me, man. Yep.